0: Hey guys, welcome to Inside the System Podcast. I'm your host, Mike St. Denis, and today I'll be introducing more about myself and what this show is about and the journey that I am on to bring a positive insight into the corrections and law enforcement profession. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to Inside the System Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Mike Saint-Denis. Today I'll be talking about myself, where I'm from a little bit, uh, what I do in my career, and where I hope this podcast goes, and what you know the plan is for this show. So about myself, I have been in the corrections industry for nearly 15 years now. I'm located here out of the Pacific Northwest, and I work currently for a municipal city jail. Uh, this is my second municipal city jail that I've worked for within the county that I live in. Uh, my first six years were spent at another jail uh, before I lateraled to the current facility I'm at now. Um, again, from Pacific Northwest area, so I'm pretty sure, as you can imagine, um, you know we have quite a bit of crime going on up here in the Northwest uh, with kind of the climate that we're in, um, it both oh, in the weather <laughs> as well as uh, the political climate that we face here in the Northwest, um, as, as some of you have seen in the news over recent time. Um, yeah, I have a great, beautiful family, a wife, a couple girls, um, you know, so a dad, A husband, corrections professional, um, you know, a little bit of everything and have many different hats. I have a father that retired from law enforcement, the street side, after nearly 20 20 plus years, um, retired in 2020 um, and living his best life. I have a brother, younger brother, that's currently working on getting in the fireside of public safety service Um, and, you know, just out here bringing awareness to the corrections industry law enforcement and want to bring positive insight want uh those that are interested in this line of work kind of get you know their feet wet a little bit on what this job entails and where it can take you as far as a career um, you know i never quite imagined myself doing this for 14 15 20 plus years but it kind of just grew on me and something that fell into my lap so we'll talk a little bit more about that later on um, you know, currently, uh, I am a supervisor, uh, our supervision ranking is a little different than most other jails. Uh, we have officers, line staff, and then we have corporals, um, as shift supervisors. Now, for many of you, you would look at that and be like, shift supervisor, that's a sergeant job. Yeah, you're right. It is. We do sergeant's job, uh, sergeant's work rather. Um, you know we oversee the daily operations of the facility intake uh, release housing um, getting sure make sure inmates get down to medical um, you know make sure inmates are getting to court doing transports both to other facilities as well as hospitals um, and getting inmates where they need to go so, you know, as a corporal, that's my daily job uh, to oversee those functions. I have a crew of guys and gals that work um, below me that, you know, are awesome. I have a great team that I'm currently leading and appreciate everything they do daily for me. So that's that's awesome. So some of this as as we talk uh, further on down the line, different episodes, we'll turn into some leadership stuff, right? So I kind of have some experience now. I've been a corporal for Close to eight years, um, so I've been around for a minute and done a few things. Uh, some other things that I do at my facility or my agency, uh, again a municipal city jail, um, we are connected directly with the police department. So um, my my supervision level or command staff level structure goes from you know custody or patrol officer levels to in our jail uh, corporals. Then we have what is defined as a sergeant, which in any other facility would know that as being a lieutenant the way our with if corporals are sergeants in our structure, if you will. Uh, And then we have a sergeant that technically is a lieutenant position. then we have administrative services commander who is a police officer, but oversees both uh, the jail and our uh, records division within our agency. Um, And then we have patrol commanders, um, and then we have assistant chief, and then our chief. So that's how our structure kind of works at the facility that I work in. Um, So with that come various tasks, assignments, duties that uh, our agency is fortunate enough to have, and we allow our custody officers. And you'll hear me refer to custody officers quite a bit because that's the definition that we've been uh labeled for our profession here in the northwest there are corrections deputies there are doc department of corrections officers um, within our state but you'll hear me refer a lot to custody officers or custody work so um for those of you listening thinking this guy doesn't know he's talking about yeah i do (laughs) it's just what i'm used to saying so um some of my ancillary duties Uh, as a custody officer within my agency, aside from daily operations, um, and doing all that stuff. I'm a firearms instructor, both for our jail unit, as well as patrol officers. Um, I'm a pepper ball instructor. Um, and one of the cool things that I get to do, um, a couple of us are actually, uh, able to help with doing is so I drive our SWAT vehicle, also known as the Bearcat, made by Lenko. I drive that for our SWAT team or tactical response team, which um, you know, these guys respond to high risk situations out on the street and houses, domestic violence situations that have turned into hostage style situations, whatever. Um, so I get to drive the vehicle uh, for the team to and do that and go to some interesting calls. Um help you know maneuver the vehicle around protect those guys so i get to work closely with our tactical response team uh, recently i've kind of been tasked with helping do firearms for our tactical response team um, i am not a tactical high highfalutin guru i will never say that i know more than anybody i'm still learning as i grow uh, in this training position um, but it's something that i take to heart i love to do and have a passion for and hopefully see you know some of my own personal growth as i continue to do that and move down that part of my career path um you know some people say why corrections versus being a cop if you're doing all that stuff corrections custody work whatever you want to call it you know that was never my intent uh, my intent growing up was i want to be a law enforcement officer i want to be a patrol officer I wanted to be a sheriff's deputy. I want to be on the road, right? You know, I looked after, not looked after, I looked up to my father who was doing those things, uh, who had a positive influence on my life, obviously, and that's what I wanted to do. That's where I saw myself going. Uh, not for a lack of effort or trying. Uh, there were many tests that I took for patrol, and during the time that I was applying and testing, close to 15 years ago, there were not a ton of positions available patrol uh, wise in departments. and I put in for a lot of different departments here in Western Washington. Um, there was a lot of guys coming out of the military that were finding jobs in law enforcement. And you know it is what it is. They had more experience when it came to tactical situations, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, those guys that uh, were coming back from their service tours, they were getting swooped up by other agencies. Um, to fill those positions. And, you know, not again, not for lack of effort. I was close to getting hired at one agency and kind of got the, Hey, we got three spots, but we got three laterals coming over and they might, you know, get you um, beat the punch, beat you to the punch. I should say Um, they can get hired before you and guess what? That's what happened. But they were cool enough to say, Hey, we got this job in our jail are you interested? And at 23 years old, uh, trying to get my foot in the door with anything law enforcement related, I think like any other person would do, I took the job. Um, you know, my intent was to do the jail thing for a couple years and get my feet wet and, you know, learn the lingo and, you know, some of the things that we do and then learn how to interact with people because that's what you do as a corrections officer, is interact with people all the time, daily, um, ranging from people under the influence of alcohol and drugs to mental health issues and being able to talk to people and get through certain situations. Um, So I ended up doing that for a couple years and kind of evaluated my life at the time, and I was starting to uh, welcome children into the world and kind of decide, you know what, I, I enjoy what I'm doing. Why change now? I got to a level of income where I became comfortable with my career choice and I just kind of wrote it out and here we are 15 years later, uh, I'm sitting here talking to you guys about this. So um, it's been a wonderful ride. I still have some time left underneath uh, me to do and, you know, I'm hoping to kind of branch out and do various things as my career kind of progresses and gets to that stage where, you know, I'm ending up looking for different options possibly one day. So um, we'll see what comes of that. So things to expect and topics that I may be covering over the duration of this podcast, um, you know, is people can learn what to expect in the hiring process. uh, If you're looking into getting in this line of work um, to entail, you know, the academy, depending on what academy you might attend, uh, your field training period, um what to expect during field training and um, everything that comes with that to you know being a rookie you know fresh out of fto you know bright bushy tail know everything in the world um, and kind of the growing pains you may experience doing corrections work shift work you know are you expecting to work graveyard for the next seven years straight based off seniority right Um, Other topics that I'm looking to cover as uh, this podcast continues to grow uh, is leadership. Again, coming from a leadership position, um, you know, talking about kind of how I am as a leader and my beliefs and the things that, you know, I look to and other leaders within my agency or those within the profession, Um, daily operations of, of a jail. You know, my jail may be certainly different than your jail or the jail you're looking at getting hired. Um, everywhere is a little bit different terminology is a little bit different Um, so you know we'll go through a little bit of that Uh, we'll cover officer wellness and resiliency you know it's a big thing in today's time Uh, making sure that you know officers um, their mental health is you know up to par they're doing well they're you know feeding off the right positivity uh, within the agency and not going down the negative route or letting things affect them or what have you. Uh, hobbies. Outside the walls of corrections work, right? We we are people. We have lives. We got things, you know, that we do to keep us occupied, busy, um, you know, things such as hunting and fishing and working on vehicles or, you know, sports shooting or whatever. You know, talking about different hobbies and different topics and those things that kind of give us fresh air and, you know, uh, a positive outlook on life that keep us going. Um, spouse insight, right? What it's like to be married to a corrections or law enforcement officer. I'm sure, you know, those of you that are single that may be looking to go down that road, you know, you got to kind of give your significant other and insight on what you do some people stay shut down they don't bring their work home and that's fine Um, but you know should have that good connection positive connection with your significant other Um, and they should kind of be in the know of what you're doing what you're experiencing so you don't feel left alone right Um, career path options within the corrections industry Uh, There's some different things depending on what agency you're with Uh, my agency we have guys that are Firearms instructors, defensive tactics instructors, taser instructors, um, negotiators, um, not just in the jail, but they go out and help, um, patrol officers within the county, uh, with various negotiations that are going on if they need somebody to talk to, you know, somebody that's experiencing mental health crisis. Um, and other things I'm looking forward to doing, man, interviews, uh, with friends that are in this industry family kind of get their insight on you know what they see looking in on what I've been doing as a career other professionals within the corrections industry or training um, I've made some good connections and I got some good people in mind to you know bring on this show and talk about their experience and what they're doing and um, their options that they've had over their career Um, other things we'll talk about um life after a corrections career. And that could be retirement, 20, 30 years of doing this job and you know, simply retiring, or changing jobs. You know, I've had some very good friends that have um, done this job for a significant amount of time and just decided, you know what? It's time to move on and do something else. Um, so we'll we'll talk on those subjects and things to expect or things to look forward to. Uh, when that time of your career comes. Some cool things I'd like to do is, uh, you know, I've, I've made some connections over the years um, talking to people that have been incarcerated in facilities that I work for um, or within our county, and they have made some serious positive changes in their life, um, you know, and I got one lined up eventually that, you know, has done some serious work to change her um, her life around and has been a huge supporter in uh, law enforcement locally in my area, um, which is awesome. And some other people that I've dealt with that I know, um, that have made some positive changes in their life that, you know, now own businesses, successful businesses at that. Um, but you know, made mistakes in their life. Not everybody that goes to jail, um, is necessarily a piece of crap criminal people make mistakes. Good people make mistakes. Um, But there are those that genuinely are intent on doing harm or creating chaos to others um, and deserve to be locked up. Um, You know, other things I want to touch on are fitness, right? You know, we have to have a certain level of fitness and I can, I can tell you, I'll be the first one to say I am not in great shape. Um, You know, so that's something that currently I'm working on um, for myself is to lose some weight uh, going down that journey. You know, it's a path that's, you know, treaded often by many people and people stray and then they get back on and they stray. So, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what works best for you to stay in shape, maintain physical fitness, um, because there are times where you're going to have to be fighting with somebody that comes to jail that, you know, is either lost their mind out of their mind because of mental health issues extremely high extremely intoxicated um and things happen it's jail right um current events that are going on with the corrections and law enforcement um you know bringing up news clips talk about certain things not necessarily monday morning quarterback but just bring a little bit better insight on you know things to think about or things you can do better next time you know everybody faces different Adversity within this career path, fights, use of force, uh, et cetera. And not everybody is perfect. A lot of people do a good job. Some people make mistakes as officers and what they're doing. Um, So, those are the topics we'll talk about. Other things we'll hit on training and tactics within the corrections industry. Um, I got a great guy lined up for that down the road um, who did corrections for quite a significant amount of time. And And did a lot of training within his corrections career, amassed a lot of certifications and different things, um, and is an awesome trainer. You know, he knows what he's talking about. He's super positive, um, loves to bring positivity to this profession, and, you know, currently runs his own tactical training um, business for corrections and there's not many of those out there that are doing what he does so very innovative um and some other people i got lined up to talk to you down the road the things that we'll hit on scenarios you could face with inmates if you're in this line of work uh, internal conflict with co-workers and administration guess what we don't all get along with everybody we work with um and the love-hate relationship With the job. You know, I I can speak on that a few times, and I'll find other people that will be willing to speak their mind in regards to that. Anyway, please consider subscribing if you're an active corrections officer, law enforcement officer looking to become either of those, or you just want the general inside scoop on what we do on a daily basis behind the walls as corrections law enforcement professionals. I can't wait to see where this show takes me as a new podcaster, and I hope you join me on this journey by becoming an avid listener. Thanks, guys. Be safe.